Hello everyone. In today's episode, we are talking about websites. And by the end of the episode, you're going to have some actionable steps to take your site to the next level. Welcome back to another episode of the Performance Marketing Podcast. I'm Todd Ford, co-founder of Hello Hairco and longtime entrepreneur and business owner. And I'm here with Chris Shepard, who is the founder and CEO of WebRocket Digital Marketing and Ping Pong Marketing and Design. And we're here every week delivering actionable items you can implement to help fuel and grow your business online. If you enjoy the message we're promoting in this podcast, we would greatly appreciate it if you left a rating or review on the platform you're listening to. It really helps out. Make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes that embody the performance marketing mindset. How's it going, Chris? All right, Toddy. I'm doing good. How about you? Good, good. All right. You have a good week? Um, yeah, kids are kids are winding down school, so <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're we're getting into summer mode, being outside more, and yeah, it's been it's been a good week. Yeah, same here, same here. Good. Yeah, it's uh, it's always interesting time, you know, the kids uh, uh, coming home from school, and then the summer mode, and like it's kind of a whole nother uh, bit of chaos, you know. It is. From, uh, it is organized chaos, right? <laughs> I never know. <laughs> so so we're in June, okay, and it's the middle of the year. But it feels like the beginning because the yeah. kids are, you know what I mean, coming out of school. Yep. And it also feels like the end because the kids are coming out of school. So yep, totally. It, I get the whole yeah. chaos thing. All right. So yeah, well, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say we're, we're um, talking about websites today and I'm excited for the episode because I, being a business owner, I had so many questions. Like, why do we need a website? Why is a good website important? What? What does that even mean, a good website? So I'm hoping we can break that down for people today. Yeah, it's it's really something that's interesting too, and especially to, uh, um, well, to a lot of folks, but especially to a lot of new business owners, you know, and I've kind of heard everything, uh, everything uh, through my course uh, of, of helping um, businesses, you know, and it's kind of like everything from, I don't need a website uh, to, you know, our website is our uh, number one uh, driver of traffic and profit um, and everything in between. And and those are two very drastic um, differences. One. So uh, is there, the is, is there a, like a reason that you see or like a common trend? Because I've, I've heard people say that I don't need a website. Yeah. Why, why yeah, are it, people hesitant? Like, why would you not have it? Well, I think the number one reason why, people don't or people say they don't need a website is because they just are confused and they don't understand or know how to have a website uh, is number one. Number two would be that they may not know how to build their own and can't afford to hire someone to build one. Makes so sense. that's kind of another one that I hear a lot. Um, and the third is, you know, I've heard this, especially on the WebRocket side. So my other agency, and we deal a lot with the home service industry, you know, and so a very blue collar and uh, very prideful. So, you know, we'll get a lot of owners that are very proud and uh, they uh, pride themselves in referrals and, you know, their years of business and, you know, they, they don't need the website oh, or they've been in business for 20, 30 years and they never had a website. Why should they have one now? Um, and look, all that's totally acceptable and uh, understandable, but I think in today's age, when we're kind of making that big shift, especially, um, you know, everything is digital, gone are the days of yellow pages, you know, gone are the days of, uh, calling, naming your business, AAA, uh, auto repair, AAA. I mean, cause that was, that was for the phone Back books. Me. Right. And so everything's, everything's changed now. And so. Um, I saw I one of those. Is- I saw one of those businesses the other day. I forget what it was, but I was driving down the road and it was like A one mechanic or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, the more A's, the better because you win in the phone book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, the website is just super important these days. And like back in the day, or even still, you know, you may have a pamphlet or or some kind of flyer, and you send it to someone, or you put it on their doorstep. Um, especially at this time of the year, you know, we're recording in June. Um, you get a lot of folks that come up and they'll hang something on your, um, on your door, you know, and that is actually for a reason. It's to share the information that they provide and the services that they provide. And it's kind of a call to action. Like, Hey, here, here it is. Um, call me. 
Um, and if you think of your website as such, it's the same thing, but only more uh, and more powerful. Uh, there's obviously a time and place for all those other things. You know, I, I, I like for real, um, you know, door hangers, every door direct mail, it works. Uh, but that's a whole nother episode we could talk about. Um, but, you know, for your website, yes, if you're just getting started, uh, website is great to drive business. It's great to share your info. It's great to share your services. It's great to share your new unique value proposition. It's great to share, uh, you know, get people to know, like, and trust you. It's great for all those reasons. And uh, if you don't have one, chances are uh, folks are going to go find somebody that does have one, especially if they don't know you. Um, now, now you're probably asking, well, how would they ever know you if you don't have a website? Well, you'd still have like citations out there maybe, or maybe you have a Google My Business, you know, and they go to your Google My Business and they click, or they don't even see the website button because it doesn't show if you don't have a website. Or maybe they click on the website button and it takes takes them to like some uh, generic GoDaddy uh, landing page, you know, that maybe just has your name on it. Um, I've, and, seen, I've seen the website link bring you to a uh, Facebook page yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. That too. Yeah. And that isn't like the worst, um, but it, you know, it isn't the best either. So, so yeah. Uh, no, well, Facebook can be, I mean, we lost our business page. It, that can, if that's your whole yep. website, that can be taken away. If, if, I, I mean, ours was removed by, for a mistake, you know, <laughs> yeah. by mistake. Yeah, that's so difficult to get it back. Yeah. We've actually seen that. And that's kind of the, well, you know, over the years, all the different trends of social media too, and it's not like changing as much as it was then, just because, I mean, it's changing in, in regards to like all the different platforms, but like back in the day, it was kind of like you had a website or you had, you know, a MySpace or you had kind of like these these things, but then it re there was a big paradigm shift into social media. And so then you had to go create all these social media accounts and whatnot, you know? And so uh, the, the thing about that is, they're great to have, and I encourage everyone to to have some some social media platforms, uh, the ones that probably make sense for your particular industry or niche. Um, but with your website, you own that. It's it's kind of the difference between renting a house and owning a house. And and if you think about kind of even building a house, when you're uh, building a house, you generally build a foundation first, whether that be a basement or just a solid slab of concrete or something. Um, you're building a foundation and then you're building on top of that to build, you know, the great thing that you're going to live in and that you're going to enjoy and all the things, you know. And so uh, the website is almost the same, you know. It's great to build that foundation to have that website, even if it's just simple um, and it has all the information that somebody needs on it. It's great to have and then continue to build upon it, uh, continue building maybe even social networks around it, um, you know, utilizing YouTube, utilizing Facebook, utilizing Instagram, all those things. But really the main goal is to send people back to your website um, so that they can a contact you or get the information they need or anything like that. So I always think, yeah, your website is your, you own your house. Um, you're obviously paying, um, you know, for your domain name, you're paying for hosting, but that stuff's not going to go away. And if it should, you can always move your website to another host. Um, but, you know, when you're really relying on a social platform, the social platform can go away. We've seen that. Um, people it could not be trending anymore and people can move away from it. We've seen that. Right. right. Uh, so now you just invested years and years and you might have made some money, obviously, but um, you invested years and years of growing someone else's platform. And then it just all gets taken away and now you're starting over. <laughs> so. Right, exactly. Yeah, I love how you when when you have a good website or even an, any website, if you're if you're someone listening just starting out, any website, it's two things the the that stand out to me is one is the ownership. It's yours. And the yeah. second thing is you always have somewhere to send people back to. Yeah. And you can put whatever. We're gonna break down the the components of a website, but you can put I mean the sky's the limit, really. Can, yeah, I mean, you it, could be a complete moron on your website if you want, if that's <laughs> what you want to do. <laughs> right, it, it's yours, you know? If that's your personality, go for I it. I mean, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg's not going to block you from your website. Uh, so right. you can do whatever you want. <laughs> now, I wouldn't, but I'm just saying you could. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's the importance. And I think like that's what people, they get, you know, I think, like I said in the very beginning, they don't know what they don't know, you know, and so then 
the steps never really taken, you know, and, and then uh, I just even recently, just over the last two weeks, I've analyzed a couple of websites and uh, a couple of folks, even one in the hair salon industry, you know, and like, hey, we want to redo our website. We've had this website for several years and we go to it and it's kind of like this, uh, this like this pop up this page, you know, and it just kind of says their name and um, and the phone number. And that's good, but it really needed to be added on to to help kind of build that, you know, authority and that trust and and, and answer questions more importantly. Um, Got it. And so I see that a lot. But but anyway, um, yeah. Talk about like the, the, the pieces of a website. Um, there are very critical, uh, you know, mission critical parts of a website that you really need to have okay. to get a site going. Um, I would say that they're the sky's the limit with the site. Um, but, but overall, it's really about, you know, information, especially if you're just building a site. Uh, I, I, I've also seen a lot of people get kind of like overly creative uh, before they really have the the basics down. Like, for instance, what's uh, the name of your business? Uh, what's your phone number? How do I contact you? Um, Pretty important uh, yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, and like I, I've actually seen websites that don't have any of those things. Um, and it's like just tons of other things, you know, tons of like, like flashy, like, well, like flashy, you know, videos or, or like images and, and slideshows and all these things. You I've, know? I've seen so, that too. I wish I had an example, but, um, I, I feel like we were watching the NBA finals recently the other night, whenever it was, okay. and there was a commercial, this, this just popped in my head because there was a commercial and I just looked at Jen, my wife, and I was like, what are, I don't even know what they're selling. <laughs> and I've been on websites that inspire that same thought. There's just like, I don't know really what's happening here. <laughs> it, yeah. And, and look, there's a time and place for that. And that is really meant to be uh, for a brand that you instantly understand the colors or the font or their messaging. Right, right. And you're like, oh, I know what that is. Um, you know, like Apple's a great example. You know, you, you kind of always know an Apple commercial, uh, m mainly because of the simplicity of it, um, you know, and you kind of always get that font. Um, you know, there, there's always kind of these brands stick out, but they've spent, you know, millions and millions of hundreds of millions of dollars on making you understand right. uh, that when you see this, that is their brand. Exactly. Um, you, you're not going to be like that. So uh, at least not for a few years. And so <laughs> you've got to really dial in and, and help people understand um, that so cool. Yeah. So we want to so, dive in on, um, what, what important sort of components people should consider first. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, you know, the user experience is first and foremost here. And so what I mean by user experience is, um, you know, when they go to your site or they click on a link to go to their site, a, is it, is everything kind of happening quick? Um, and B, are they able to find the information that they are looking for? Now, remember, most folks that come to your website are probably asking a question to Google. Um, and Google is answering that question with your website. And so we talked about SEO um, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, if somebody says, hey, uh, local hair salon or local gym near me or, or, or what are the hours, you know, what are the hours of a local gym or, or something like that? Um, your website might pop up and they go to your website and now they've got to find that answer, you know? Um, and if they don't, they're out. And, um, okay. Makes so, sense. so the user experience is first and foremost when you're building a site. So what that might look like is just a, a fast website. So, when you're getting like a hosting or something like that, and we could talk about this more later, but you know, something that's going to load fast and not take forever to load uh, is first, because obviously uh, somebody isn't going to get to your website if they can't get to your website. They're not going to stay on your website if they can't get to your website. They're not going to find the information if they can't get to your website. And if it takes too long to load, um, generally they're going to what we call in the industry bounce. Uh, a bounce rate uh, is anything under a minute generally. So if, uh, you know, they've kind of like 
clicked your website and let's just say a timer started um, and 40 seconds into it, they left your website. That's, that's generally a bounce. Uh, now it's not always because maybe they just went there to find your phone number um, and they called you, which is cool. And we track that too. But, but uh, generally it's, it's kind of like you want them to get to your website want them to get to it fast. Our attention spans just aren't like they used to be. So everything has to be fast. And uh, we want them to find the information that they're looking for. So what that might look like is a homepage. Everybody's seen a homepage. Uh, it's generally the first page of the website that uh, um, is your actual URL. So there'd be nothing following it. You know, it wouldn't be like hello hairco um, forward slash services. It would just be the URL. Um, gotcha. And generally, that's kind of like home base, you know, that's why we call it the home page. It's kind of like the, uh, the foundation with all the tentacles. Um, you could use it, uh, for many different things. And one thing I like to use it for is kind of like the call to action and, and kind of like that, the pamphlet, like here's the, the different things that we do, but if you want to know more, go, go here, you know, maybe you want to know more about our services or know more about like, all the different ways to contact us or find us or uh, maybe read our blogs or different things like that. That's the place to showcase all that. So when we're talking about a homepage, we, we really want to have both a header and a footer on the homepage. Uh, that's obviously going to be across your whole website, but I think a lot of people kind of forget about that, uh, that a header and a footer is very important. Um, it's kind of just ingrained into our brains that we're going to find a header and a footer on a website. Uh, more importantly, the header is going to have uh, what we call the menu. So kind of like uh, all the different links to the website, or at least the links that are most important on the website are going to be in the header, maybe even a phone number, maybe even some social media links, which I would, um, you know, probably uh, not put social media links in the header. And we could talk about that a little bit later. So but a header, if, if people don't know, if people aren't already familiar with websites is just sort of that main bar on the top of your website. Yeah, absolutely. Generally, yeah, generally your business name or logo or both. And then, you know, whatever menu drop downs or, or things like that, or maybe even a search. Yep. Yeah. Like it that. would be, yeah. Kind of like that strip. Yeah. That strip on the very top that has all those things. And that's really there. I mean, you know, you, you get a chance to, say who you are, showcase your logo, um, have your phone number and have kind of an easy way for somebody to navigate through, um, through the website. And again, that header is going to be on every page of your website too. So gotcha. it's an easy, easy place to navigate. So as far as a homepage, how important, and I, I think I already know the answer to this question, but how important is it for a salon or a gym or any business really to get to provide a feel of what it would be like in that business. So if somebody was, so we own a salon business. If somebody looks at our, at our website, we have a video that's like a walkthrough. Yeah. You know, how, how important is something like that? Is there any information that connects those things that makes, you know, is that, is that measured anywhere or. Yeah. So what we generally do and we suggest is we call that the hero section. And so it's kind of above the fold. So when you think about kind of looking at a website, um, even on a mobile device or maybe even a very small, like 13 inch computer or something, and it's really all the way up to very large screens too. But like, what do you first see? Generally, when you load a website, you'll see the header and, and something below that. And a lot of times, you know, people will shove like, um, um, images, images in there or, or kind of like um, slideshows and different things like that. But really that's like your first chance to shine, you know? And so uh, like a good call to action is, is good there or, or a very solid uh, unique value proposition or something that says, Hey, we are this business and we do this. Um, it's, you know, and it, it's very, it's like your statement that people know that they're in the right place. Um, and then maybe you have a uh, to learn more or to sign up or to uh, get in contact. You know, you may have a call to action button there, you know, to to uh, call you or to go to your contact page or something like that. Um, and so what we generally try to do is kind of have like um, if you have a video or very good images that show you, because, again, 
we relate to people. And so when you could see people or you can see somebody doing something or you can see a walkthrough of the environment that you might be going into, uh, it's very visually appealing and it helps to kind of send those those triggers, those trust triggers and those expectations of, oh, this place is nice or um, or I could see myself there or I can relate to this person or this person looks happy. You know, those are all great positive uh, feedback for our brain. And so uh, when we see those things, we're more more up to kind of go either click that button or follow along through the website and find what we're looking for. So yeah, that's, we call that the hero section above the fold. Um, but that's very important. I always like when I, when I check out a new business, if I can, like you said, picture yourself there, like I, I know sort of what to expect and it eases, you know, the, the anxiety of walking into a new, like, for example, uh, I owned a gym. It's, tough for people to walk through the door. We we needed <laughs> yeah, people yeah. to feel as, as comfortable as possible before they even consider, yeah. you know, stepping through the door. Yeah. Yeah. That, I agree with you on that. And that's, that's kind of your, I mean, there's obviously other ways and places to do that. Uh, but I think that's a great place to do it too. Not in this overwhelming uh, sense where it's, um, you know, it might be overwhelming to the visitor, but something that, you know, kind of builds trust and gains, gains them to stay on, you know, and, and, and go more into your, your website. Um, gotcha. you know, sliders are okay. Some people have slideshows and whatnot. Um, but if you have video, it's the best, or if you have, uh, like, uh, images of the owners or the team, or even like, if you have, uh, a fleet, like let's just say you have trucks or vans or something in your business, you know, that you can, you can show, Hey, here we are. Here's here. We are all waving at the camera or something. It just builds that trust, you know? Um, and I kind of want to circle back around to the footer because I think that's very important too. And I, I just want to hit on uh, that in regards to the header. We, we mentioned that the header is uh, you know, a place where we can have links and your logo. And by the way, when we're dealing with a, uh, when we're dealing with the header, um, I get this all the time. Can you make the logo bigger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, <laughs> uh, you know, this is going to sound really harsh, but people don't care about your logo. Um, they're I there say, to I say that all, all the time um, <laughs> yeah. on our, yeah. uh, my wife and I's podcast all the time. Yeah. We get a lot of people that will come to us. Um, they don't have a business plan or anything. They have a logo. And yeah, I'm like, why yeah. are you showing me this? This is this is irrelevant. <laughs> How did you even come up with this? <laughs> yeah, I I um, and again, this is another topic and the logo is cool. So I don't want to turn anyone yep. off when I when I um, bash it. It's all in fun, but a logo is great and it has its place, but it's down the list. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I I agree with you. I, I mean, I'm a logo guy myself. I mean, I get inspired by logos. I get a feel for kind of like yeah, the, sure. Uh, the culture and kind of the vibe of what it's going to be with the logo. But uh, I've heard it time and time again. Can you make the logo bigger? Just make it bigger, make it bigger. By the time you're doing it, you logo a website and, you know, a, a quarter of the page is the header and it's the logo. Um, and, you know, that's not what people are going to your site to see, um, you know, and, and that's why like you'll see a lot of brands too, uh, especially nowadays when we're going into kind of like this minimalistic, uh, minimal modern kind of style. Um, the logo is super small uh, because again, they're there for the content or the information or the co- you know how to get a hold of you or whatever, not to see your logo. So the footer um, in this case is another great area to house some information. And again, the footer is going to be on every single page, and the footer is going to have something like some quick links. It could even uh, just be the links in the menu that were in the header. Uh, it's going to have your phone number. Maybe if you have a location, it's going to have uh, your location, so a map uh, in your address. Um, it could house kind of like uh, just a small maybe snippet of, of what you do, maybe your unique value proposition real quick. So if somebody goes there, they can expect to see all these things. Um, obviously, it's going to have like your privacy policy and, and maybe a, a link to your site map or some of these other things that are kind of more uh, nerdy. But um, but for sure, it's going to house like, you know, people know where to find your contact information generally, and that's either in the header or the footer. Uh, and so if they get confused in any way, which they shouldn't, 
um, they'll at least go to the header or the footer to find that information. So, gotcha. So to kind of circle back around to the homepage, yeah, we have that hero section. That's your first opportunity, especially if they're coming to your homepage, the first opportunity to, to kind of just uh, have that call to action or that unique uh, presence. So it, to make sure they're in the right place. So it could be, you know, um, we offer X and X services to X and X location, perfect headline uh, there. They know they're, they're in the right place. Um, you know, below that uh, are some other bits that we might have or kind of like some snippets of maybe the about us. It's not your complete about us, but it's maybe just a, an about about you uh, or how you solve someone's problem. Um, if you think about and we, we can get about into this on other episodes, too, but kind of like, um, you know, your website necessarily shouldn't always just only be about you. It should be about how you're helping, uh, you know, your your prospect get over the bridge, you know, to such a big to, topic. Uh, to solve their problem. You know, um, it shouldn't just be about, Hey, we, we are the best at this and we do this. And this is what we, I mean, it shouldn't necessarily be that, but in the sake of this particular podcast, I think we can stick kind of to that for now. And then we could, we can go to the other thing later. Um, but yeah, the homepage definitely should kind of just have snippets of all these, all these things, the services you offer, maybe the about us, uh, small snippets. Um, it could even have like maybe an Instagram, um, you know, some some images or posts in there uh, that kind of show that you're active and you're doing things. And it's when once you uh, update an Instagram image, um, maybe that refreshes on the website. So it's kind of new content there. So it shows like, Hey, so this is new as of yesterday, this image is here. I like uh, that. I like that feature. We have that on our site and yeah. it's cool because it's constantly updating. Yeah. Hey, every they're, time, they're still in business. They're still and, doing things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Adding, um, so, so if you do, um, we're going to get into blogs in a bit, but if you do a blog, it's probably not going to be every day, but if you are posting on Instagram and it's automatically pulled into your website, I mean, that's, that's pretty yeah. cool for people because you know, yeah, people yeah. are busy. So, you know, they don't, the, they don't necessarily have time to jump on and update a website every, every other exactly. day or whenever. Yeah. And the homepage can get really deep. I mean, you, you can do a lot with the homepage, but I would recommend if you're just starting or, or maybe you're um, you've been at it for a while, but you're kind of just not sure if your homepage is really adequate. Um, I would say kind of keep it simple um, and allow people really just to get to the information they need to get to or to contact you. Um, and we could talk about some of those um, conversion rate optimization tactics at another time, but uh, okay. that's kind of more advanced. I mean, right now we're, we're talking about, hey, we need these pages uh, up and going for you. Um, and so, yeah, the homepage definitely is a place where you can kind of just share snippets of all the other pages to link them to those pages to find more detail uh, to build kind of that know, like, and trust, that authority to obviously contact you. Um, cool. And you'll see kind of everything. You'll see people uh, contact you right when they get to the website. You'll, you might see other people, if you're tracking it, they, they'll go to every single page of your website, uh, you know, and so there's kind of everything in between there. So in a summary, the homepage is sort of, you can think of it as like the directory. Yeah. Like, what yeah, are you looking I'd for? So. Here, here's what, here's where you can find more. You know, what are you yeah, looking for? I, Here's where you can find more, something like that. Yeah, for this for this iteration of the website, yeah. Um, again, it can get very advanced, and you can do a lot with your homepage. Um, but yeah, for this, um, it's a great opportunity to kind of have that and to kind of spark that interest to get people to move, you know, into your funnel, gotcha. if you will. Gotcha. Yep. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, so I would say like after that. Um, you get your homepage, uh, about us page is very important. And I think a lot of people skip this in fact, and because they don't, a lot of people don't know how to talk about themselves or they don't know what to say about their business and uh, maybe how it is defined or how to share it with someone else. And really your about us page is, is to help people know you. Um, you could even share, uh, your mission, your vision, um, your unique value proposition there. Um, some of these things that help people kind of just see you, trust you. It's another place to share images if you have a, um, you know, a, a place of business. Um, but to kind of just to get to know you more. Um, 
I wouldn't necessarily say it's a huge selling page, but it is in a way. I mean, because they're getting to know you and getting to know, know your business. And maybe you have uh, some very specific um, goals or a vision uh, and maybe uh, they align with that. And so they, they get a chance to read that and like, oh, this is the business for me. They are, uh, you know, organic or green or clean or, or whatever that might be. That's your chance to really shine there, you know, and, and really talk about those things. So, by the way, um, you know, the unique value proposition is pretty powerful if you can really start to understand what that is in your business, you know, and, and it really is just like that clear statement that describes the benefit that you offer, you know, and so how do you solve your customers, uh, you, know, you know, problems, needs, and kind of what distinguishes you from the competition? And so, you know, while, you know, I wouldn't get like hyper carried away with developing this, I would have an understanding of what that is, because it's really going to help people. Uh, it's going to kind of give you that advantage. One, it's going to uh, help people understand that you understand what that is. Uh, two, it's it's really going to, um, like we talked about earlier, give you a chance to say, hey, maybe I um, am organic or green or, or do these things that might be different from the guy down the road. And this is, you know, maybe somebody cares about that. And so they'd get a chance to, to read that. And, and sure. Uh, we could dive into that again later on, but for the for the sake of this, uh, we'll keep it simple. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, unique yeah. value unique value propositions, um, you know, can get very deep. And um, yeah, I would encourage everyone to at least have some kind of basic UVP. Uh, you can have multiple UVPs too, but some kind of basic understanding of that. That's definitely a good topic for for a show in the future. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I yeah. like the about page. I, I um. I'll go onto websites and I enjoy if they have a little bit of history or background, like here, yeah. here's when we started, here's why we started, you know, here, here's maybe some things like maybe, maybe the, a physical business maybe moved, you know, in 1946, we moved yep. from main street or whatever. I don't know why, maybe I just like history, but I always think that's kind of cool to know, you know, about, about, about us. That makes sense. <laughs> well, no doubt. Yeah. And the, uh, I've actually been on websites too, where they have kind of like this time frame, like 1970 yeah, we started, yeah, yeah. 1974 we got our it's first. It's always eye catching. Yeah, 1980 we got our first round of investors. I mean, it's like crazy, but it, it it's you you read it because it's like wow, they're telling a story, and ultimately that's what you're trying to do is tell a story right. in, in a way that you know helps communicate the no like and trust, especially uh, with that visual sort of timeline. Absolutely, or, or yeah, yeah. So. Th- if you're, you know, just getting started with about us page is very important to, to just get in there, you know, have someone take an image, a photo of you, put it up there, a uh, photo of your team, whatever it is, put it up there, get something about you that um, is obviously uh, likable, <laughs> you know, and, and put it up there and, and share a little bit about you, maybe your background, maybe your education, those kind of things uh, that can help someone understand, you know, not only where they're going, but who they're dealing with uh, in this particular scenario. <coughs> right. So cool. I'd, I'd say kind of like the next step is uh, services. And so um, this is your menu. And, and yeah. Sort you know, uh, I, I actually see this getting, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people steer away from this too, because I think they get intimidated by, having to kind of spell out everything they offer or maybe put some content behind the things that they offer, the services they offer. Um, and so they just don't do it. And so one thing that I would recommend is if you can't, you know, grasp putting all this content behind every single service to build out a whole entire web page for it, I'd say at least create one page with all of your services on it, whether it be a menu style or like in paragraph format for each service that just talks about the service a little bit and even like what makes that service different is is uh, from your competitor or what you do in that service maybe the um the process you know or the things that you do or use the products not necessarily like the actual detailed names of products but like how you might do those services and some of the products that you may use um you know in those services uh, not only help with search engine optimization, but it also helps again for your 
your prospect to kind of understand and, and see themselves in that scenario and help them understand kind of what what they can expect out of that. You know, um, there's a difference between saying, hey, we use all kinds of chemicals and we do all these things to, to hey, we use clean products. I mean, that's your chance to, to say those things in those, you know, in those service uh, paragraphs and whatnot. Uh, once again, it's just kind of like backing up your UVP or backing up kind of some of the your visions or missions uh, and some of the things that you do. So, yeah, the services are I have important. a quick question on the services. So how important is it to because uh, I know you can go overboard, but then you also don't want potential clients to become, you know, overwhelmed or have decision fatigue or something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah, I would say that. It, I would, I wouldn't necessarily like make a bunch of options, uh, but I would share the information in such a way that is like, they're going there obviously to look for something. So let's just say you're a salon and they're going to look for like a, a perm. Let's just say it's a perm. Um, are they going to find that on your service page or do you have 15 types of perms? You know, well, that can get, that can get a little bit intimidating pretty quick you know like right, oh my gosh right. now there's all of a sudden like all these perms i'm just looking for a perm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or is there a perm you know and can i call and then now now you can get them there or maybe you can educate them and teach them a little bit about the different types of perms and and why one might be better than the other because again you're building that trust and so now you get to say oh this is going to look great on you miss smith right you know right, right. and and so uh, so yes uh, fatigue and decision-making is real. And that's not what you want to do here. You don't want to be like listing out every single little detail to every single little thing. Uh, it's just going to get very cumbersome, very quick, and it's going to make somebody just bail. Um, you know, unless they are that, that person that just like has to have all the details, but those are, those people are very a few and far between. So sure. yeah, good question there. That, that is, uh, that's, that's real. You really just want to be able to list out your services. Um, like maybe even have a category and maybe even kind of just different styles. Like for instance, if you're a barber uh, and a salon, maybe you want to offer uh, a barber and kind of like the services you offer under that category. And then maybe salon, you want to offer services you offer under that category uh, and just help people understand that, Hey, you, you at least offer those. And uh, here's kind of like some of the details of that service. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. And one thing that I would always recommend, by the way, in, in these pages is to have call to actions. Uh, don't be afraid to use call to action. So a call to action could be like, for instance, if you have a schedule online, if you're using something where you can schedule a service online, perhaps on each service have a button that says schedule online, you know, click here to schedule online. Um, not everybody is going to, but some people will. Um, especially in today's age when we're getting more and more used to doing that. And if we can direct them somewhere to schedule online and, and they feel comfortable doing that, um, then do that. Uh, so uh, call to actions are very powerful in, in these ways, you know, to be able to use them. That's something we talk about a lot in, in the hair industry specifically. Yeah. Because you're running a business. You, if you're an owner, you might work also behind the chair and then maybe you have a family. I mean, you're busy. So mm -hmm. the more online bookings that you can you can have people sort of start to handle for themselves that it's it just simplifies everything. Yeah, well imagine if you can actually create that expectation and create that process in your business and then like do away with a front desk person or five front desk people. I mean that's how we have the, our salon set profit. up actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we imagine don't have the a front margin. desk. Yeah. Yeah, that it's it's definitely doable and it's almost doable in, in any business and, but don't get too excited too quick. I mean, I would still say, make sure someone's answering that phone because that's your, first, especially if you're new, someone needs to answer the phone. <laughs> so uh, sure. whether it's you or someone, because if you don't have the business, you know, obviously um, your business is get, isn't going to do too well. Mm -hmm. um, so at any rate, uh, the services, um, the next thing I would say is contact information. So the contact page, um, the contact page is super important. Um, and I get people too that just don't have a contact page or maybe they think, well, I already have my phone number everywhere. Um, why would I need a contact page? Well, the contact page is kind of like the home base too. 
contact. And so it might house your hours. It might have your address, your phone number, a form uh, to fill out uh, where it would go. Uh, maybe they're interested in a service or they want requesting more information or even requesting a call back. Now, this happens because, again, we live in a day and age where uh, you could be at work and you could search for something and you don't necessarily have time to call, but you could fill out a form uh, and that form will just go to you as a business owner or someone who's responsible for that. And you can call them back uh, maybe later that day or in the evening or wh whatever they, they ask. Um, so a form is very important there too. And so to have all that information and all those different ways to, to get in contact is great to have on the contact page. Um, you can also share kind of like your social links here uh, and, and maybe even an email sign-up list. Now, I would encourage everyone to have an email sign-up list on every single page uh, of their website. Uh, and we'll talk about that in more advance in another episode. But um, yeah, the contact page is, is great. Uh, if you have driving directions, even a, some kind of map, a Google map there where someone can click on it and it'll pop up a map where they can get directions to you uh, is also important too. I, I definitely understand where people are coming from, where they might feel like this is a little redundant, but you have to keep in mind that it takes people, I forget the number, but X amount of time seeing something before it even registers, let alone yeah. for them to click on something. Yeah. It could be like seven times, I think. But that yeah, sounds, that's, that sounds, yeah. 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 And so it is interesting that, uh, you know, you could be on a website and like, think about going on a website and you're on your phone and you're in a hurry. <clears throat> And how many times have we done this where like the phone number or this button lingering down at the bottom of your phone with a little with the little uh, phone button to push the call is there, but you don't see it. But you, you always know to go to the contact us page or you always can register that in your brain like, oh, there's got to be a contact page. Um, well, that's why it's there uh, to house all that information. It's also there for other reasons, too, for search engine optimization and some of these things. Uh, but but for sure, it's the place. You don't want to confuse folks. Um, you want to have that there uh, so they know that's where they get that information. Gotcha. Yeah. So the last, uh, the last page I would recommend or the last part I would recommend, um, and again, this is just for a site getting started. Uh, we can, you know, go all day on all the pages that could be there. But um, I always recommend... Uh, a blog for folks, um, whether you're writing or you're hiring someone to write, uh, this doesn't have to be um, super intense or, or time, uh, you know, a big time commitment or anything like that. But it's somewhere that you can have to build trust and authority. Um, it, it allows you to share your knowledge, your tips, your tricks, uh, information a prospect might be interested in or they're searching for. Uh, again, um, it's a great place to have um, topics about your particular industry. And if somebody's searching on Google for that, uh, it might pop up uh, in search engine optimization. It might pop up in uh, organic ranking uh, listing and they click on it. And now all of a sudden they are getting answers to the question. You're building authority, no like and trust. And now they're calling you. Um, and so it's just a great place to share those things, whether it be like in-depth tutorials all the way just from like a quick tip, quick trick, uh, or like product reviews or anything like that. It's a great place to have those. I like blogs because I think it's a great place for people to like broadcast their personality. Like so a, a business, mm -hmm. you might have four businesses in town that all offer similar services on paper. But what, yeah. you know, there can be a lot of brand personality that separates, you know, one from the other. Yeah, absolutely. And, that's and where I, you I, can, yeah, you can I that see that all the time. People. Yeah. It, I mean, because it's a great place. Like, you don't have to only share tips and tricks. I mean, you could, like, I've seen people share, like, a weekly post about what happened in the shop that week. Um, and it's great because it, it it's, uh, again, behind it's, the scenes is, is great yeah. content that people can't get enough of. <laughs> yeah, it's building, it's telling a story, it's building the story, you know, and people follow along. Um, it just makes your business time. relatable. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So 
So I would say that those, uh, and again, there's other parts of the website, you know, there's entertainment, there's education, uh, and these are all great parts of the website. I would say like the info is very important when you're first starting, because again, it's that user experience. Are they finding what they're looking for? <coughs> if you've got all this other fluff in the way before you really get the foundation, it's just going to get confusing. It's going to make visitors mad. It's going to make them bail. Uh, get that information there first, get it nailed down, and then you can start kind of adding on and creating kind of like this, like you said, Todd, kind of like this feel and this personality around your website and like who you are and all these other things. Um, but to get going, the five pages, homepage, about us page, the services, the contact, and the blog. Um, I would suggest if you're doing a blog, um, at least try to post once a month, uh, for one, because you can start kind of building that momentum that the blog uh, content often snowballs. And so what you see is it'll get out there. It, it, it'll take some time for, you know, search engine optimization or SEO to kind of happen. Um, it may or may not, depending on, you know, <laughs> what's going on with your blog post, but, but it's there. And uh, as long as that content is relevant, um, it's out there uh, on the internet. And it can always sit there and, you know, get visitors to it and it can sit there and, you know, create new uh, clients. Sure. Uh, and so it becomes a resource th for people as well. I know, yeah. I know um, it's surprising the amount of people that will go onto your website and check out your blog because every time I've had a break in blogging, at least one person is like, Hey, where are the blogs? Where are you at, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I'm well, here. that's why, exactly why I say that. Because it's kind of like if you ever follow like YouTube channels or something and like they don't post for a week, you're like, what? What in the world? Um, while it might not be that intense uh, for your blog, it's still something like even after some time and you stop doing it, people might, you know, even like you just said, like what happened? Um, well, nothing happened. I just got lazy. <laughs> it was summer. The kids were out of school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that for sure happens. Um, yeah, so I encourage, you know, and, and here's the thing. It's easy to get started um, building a site. And like I just said, don't overcomplicate it. And you can get free or low-cost website builders, even stuff like Squarespace or Wix. Um, or like GoDaddy has a website builder, you know, and and and, and I think they all are pretty sufficient in, in um, helping you understand how to get this, even these five pages up. Um, and if not, there's like YouTube channels and all kinds of stuff where you can find this information. I'd say really it's putting all of your content together, you know, and making sure you have all the content there, uh, the images there to put on the website, um, you know, so so again, like Squarespace, Wix, um, I've worked with, I've worked with Squarespace in the past. And if you're just starting out, I'll say from experience, it's pretty easy to navigate. It's yeah. generally, from what I can remember in the past, it's just grabbing whatever block you want and dragging yep. it down and, and you yeah, can they, size they things. Like, and it, it does it sort of automatically and it does it in real time as well. Yeah, it's like all kind of like you can get pretty carried away with it, but it's like template based, you know, it's like, oh, here's an about section, drag it over here, you know, right. or here's like 16 different about sections to choose from, which one do you like, and you drag it over here um, and fill it out, basically. And so it's kind of like this templated form format. Um, yeah, so I would say that, uh, you know, for those folks doing that, remember the content remember kind of like you know even small stuff like some content around your services maybe you're about us your unique value proposition doesn't have to be super intense it's just kind of like about you and what you offer maybe what maybe you have something that makes you different that's your chance to share um and don't forget the name of your business the phone number um the address if you have it uh on on the website um, your footer, your header, your contact page, all great places to have one of those at least. Uh, I need to um, know, Chris, how many businesses you've seen that forget to put their name on their website. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't believe how many businesses I've seen <laughs> that don't have a header or in their logo in it, but then also don't share the name of their business anywhere else. And so even if you didn't see the logo or 
or it, the logo wasn't there, you would just have no clue who you're even dealing with. Uh, but it's got everything else. It's got the phone number. It's got the address. And you're like, what's the name of this business? I mean, this could be <laughs> like Frank's. <laughs> yeah, this could be like Frank's dog salon. And you wouldn't even know. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there'd be pictures of the dogs, but, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. maybe if you forgot your name, yeah, you might forget uh, but, the photos. <laughs> but we call that NAP, uh, NAP, name, address, phone number, and I'll share the the importance of that in another episode. But the name, address, and phone number is very important to have on you know everything from your website to your social platforms to like citations, like Yelp, uh, to, to all those different things, uh, and it has to be the same. Um, that really helps with SEO. That helps Google understand uh, who you are and your relevance to uh, the questions that folks might ask. But uh, your name, address, and your phone number definitely is important on your website. Don't forget that. Uh, I wouldn't like plaster my phone number on every single paragraph, but you know, have it in those places, your footer, your header, your contact page, have, have that phone number there accessible for folks to, to, to be able to find. Yep. So uh, I think that's it. Okay. That. What's that? I just said okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you know, one more thing. Okay. Hours of operation. I did touch on that a little bit, but your contact us page, your footer is another place to have hours of operation. If it's small, like, you know, Monday through Friday, nine to five, you can even put it in your header. I wouldn't like list out every single hour that you're open or not open on your header if it's really intense, but you know, it's another place to put it because it helps people understand if you're open or not, or when to call you, when not to call you. If it, if maybe your hours fit into their schedule, uh, th those types of things always good to have. Um, so don't forget about your hours on your contact us page either. Nice. <laughs> yep. Well, I think that wraps up this one. If okay. you have, uh, you know, if anyone needs anything or has any questions uh, in regards to your website or where to get started or what to do or, or even some of the topics we discussed in terms of the pages or the content, you know, feel free to reach out to us. You could find us at pingpongdm.com, pingpong digital marketing or design and marketing ping pong dm.com and uh, just reach out to me if you, there's a form there there's a there's a phone number uh reach out in one of those ways and i'll answer or follow up with you in an email if need be and i'm happy to answer any questions you all have cool very good all right thanks for tuning in everyone please hit subscribe and leave a review if you found the show helpful we'd appreciate it all right, guys. And we'll Thank see you, you next time. All right. Bye.